Welcome back, listeners. Another episode of Real Vets Podcast. Real Vets. Real Vets. Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. 2020. 2020. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So uh, tonight we have myself, Nate Landshark Shermer. We also have Jake Smoke, Matt Fuentes, and Brian Big Dog Britton. I am our, our team leader. Yeah. So uh, so tonight we're gonna we've we've had some fun already. Yes. We've had a really we made a really cool um, video. You gotta check it out. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's coming up. It's it's, uh, it's for our new listing that come or that's coming up here this coming weekend. However, I have a feeling that by the time this episode drops, it will already have been sold. So, for anybody that's listening to us thinking about selling your house, hey man, <laughs> this is a level of marketing you're gonna get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this. I'm finding out the market is hot. Oh Pe- people people are trying to time the market and time buying and time selling. I I learned and um, my my first client recently learned that uh, if you want something and it's in your price range, you gotta you gotta get it quick. Yeah, yeah you gotta, gotta jump you gotta, on you it. You gotta put an offer in. Yeah. You know? So um, what? What can you say to that? I mean, I'm sure you've had a lot of experience with that as well. So there's a there's a lot of factors involved right now. Um, number one, inventory is still low. And what basically that means is that there's not a lot of houses on the market compared to average. Um, <clears throat> essentially creating kind of more of a seller's market. So sellers kind of have an advantage there. That being, or that kind of being that basically a house goes on the market, that's the only one in the neighborhood. There's a lot of people that want to move into that neighborhood, so a lot of people jump in really quickly, a lot of folks come and take a look at the house, they get a lot of offers in, stuff like that. Um, so good benefit for the or for sellers right now, at, this, at the time of this recording at least, that uh, you know there's not a whole lot out there, but you know there's a lot of interest in purchasing. So I guess the next piece of that would be, why is there so much interest in, pers- in uh, purchasing a home right now? We all know San Diego, it's expensive here or whatever, Um, but what is the big driving factor why there's so many folks here that want to buy a house right now? I would say the biggest thing and the biggest benefit to buyers right now is that interest rates are so, so ridiculously low. We thought they were low this time last year. This time right now, they're insanely low. Um, What's the average interest rate right now? So I've heard I've heard of people being in the high two percent range. I've heard the low three percent range. It just kind of depends on who the who the buyer is, you know, what their uh, what their situation is, and who what lender they're using and stuff like that. And your credit score too, right? <clears throat> yeah, credit score, debt to income ratio, um, a few other factors that uh, that are involved in that. But um, the big idea being, if you're off, if you're like one percent higher low, you're talking about hundreds of dollars a month that you're either spending more or saving, right? So look at it this way: this time, uh, let's say this time next year, if interest rates are in the four percent range, and I don't have a crystal ball, I'm just throwing that out there. That's a full percent higher-ish than what they are, maybe a little more, maybe a little less than they are right now, right? You're talking about the difference of spending you know, however much right now versus spending hundreds of dollars a month more if you're to try to wait that out and let the, let interest rates rise again. Um, for a lot, That sucks for a lot of people because for a lot of people that actually, they wait themselves out of the market. So they can, what they can afford right now in a year, they won't be able to afford, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yes. So that's that's kind of the big idea. So it's it is a crazy hot market right now. There's um, you know we're our, our team's working with several buyers. Our team has several escrows open on both the buyer and the seller side, and it's just I know our you know our loan officer, our loan partners are absolutely swamped with refinances for the same reason that interest rates are so low. Everybody's saving a bunch of money basically right now. So um, not a bad deal. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, and I want to say, you know, not only do you want to find um, a good real estate team, but you also want to find a good lending agent that's going to work with you as well. And and I've found out recently that, that ours, even on Saturdays, Sundays, nighttime, he's still pumping them out. Oh, yeah. He's still like, he's still on the phone, like helping us out. And that is amazing. He might get a little pissy if you call him at nine o'clock at night, but he'll still answer. <laughs> we love you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it is, it's important to have a good team, you know, backing you, not just on, as your real estate agent, but your loan officer, who the escrow and title companies are, your home inspector. That's so, so important having a good home inspector that, you know, will actually come and watch out for you. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, you know, all the other stuff that goes into home ownership and, and buying a home, you have to really look into it. Like you were gone, um, you were gone in the desert and you had a guy check out an AC mm -hmm. and, and I helped you out with that. And, um, that guy, he was, he seemed to be really, really knowledgeable. Oh yeah. And, and he was doing it on like just a few hours of sleep mm -hmm. you know that's that's pretty amazing yep you know and he found and luckily we went and got that that's for one of the uh one of the escrows that we have open right now i'm representing the buyer on that one luckily our home inspector who's shit hot um <clears throat> found out that the that the heater wasn't working properly so he recommended us calling an hvac guy i got my hvac guy out there that's awesome at what he does as you were saying he was able to get up there found out that the thing was you know, the unit was so old, it was basically, you know, there's the problems that it has with it. It's essentially a fire hazard as it sits. So he turned the thing off, turned the, the gas line off and, um, you know, called me and let me know what was going on. And now we're able to, uh, you know, to start negotiating, getting that fixed through the seller so that it doesn't become the buyer's problem once he owns the home. Yeah. Yeah. Due diligence, man. It's important. Anybody out there thinking about not getting a home inspector, you're doing yourself a disservice. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and I was there. I was there to 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 let the guy in and uh he was he was walking me through the whole process. I mean, he was like a like a like a professor telling me the ins and outs and how, you know, you, you have to have as much air flowing in as as you do flowing out. I was learning a lot. It was um it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's important, man. It's, you know, it's good to have uh inspectors that know what they're doing. The other thing that we got done was we got the uh we got the sewer line inspected. We got a, We had another inspector Smart. come out and, and uh, run a plumbing scope, and that's something that here in San Diego County, um, you know, there's a lot of clay deposits in the ground. There's movement because we have fault, fault lines everywhere. You know, um, some of our older homes that have like clay or cast iron piping, some of those things eventually start to fail, start to crack, start to break. You know, the seams start coming apart, that kind of thing. And uh, that can cause huge problems for the homeowner down the line. So always, um, you know, while you're, you know, if you're getting into an older home and if you're, you know, here in our local area, at least, um, that's something that we usually recommend to our clients. 
but you know for those of you listening that are you know wanting to buy a house elsewhere outside of town make sure or outside of the southern california area just make sure whatever agent you're working with has a really good understanding of you know what kind of local factors might influence you know uh, structural integrity of your house essentially so, absolutely and if you need someone give us a call we'll find them for you there <laughs> we'll you make go. sure they don't suck we'll grill them that's awesome yeah so you touched on on the homes does that go towards condos and townhomes as well should you still get those inspected so, with uh the so sewage it really depends um most of the time with like townhomes condos stuff like that uh most of the time it's hoa responsibility to make sure that stuff's getting done but nothing is always somebody else's responsibility so you definitely want to make sure while you're going through the escrow process that that's not something that that you have to cover yourself and if it is you right. absolutely want to get it checked out you absolutely want to make sure that it's not something that's gonna you know be a huge out-of-pocket expense we had a client I had a uh, past client a couple of years ago that um, we ended up so we're in escrow I don't, have I told this story already I don't know if I have I'm gonna tell it again anyways this is America <laughs> <laughs> I can do whatever the hell I want for science so for science yep so basically oh, I had a client um, a few a few years ago that was um, you know purchasing a home up in North County San Diego up in Jake's neck of the woods and yes. uh, the the house was you know the house was old it was kind of really beat up it wasn't kind of well taken care of and stuff like that and um, which was fine the the my buyer was perfectly happy with it you know he had a teenage son who was looking forward to you know actually um, putting the house together building the kitchen himself he wanted to build a roof you know there's a bunch of roof problems that place was a mess but he wanted to do a lot of that stuff himself with his son like it was important for him like dad dad son bonding time basically yeah. right so. Hey man, all right. If you're willing to accept this shit show, like okay, at least he knew everything that was wrong with it, right? Yeah. Well, um, the one thing I kept on telling him is, hey man, we need to get a plumbing scope. We need to get the plumbing inspection. The plumbing needs to be inspected on this house. And it was kind of like, yeah, well maybe, yeah, well maybe, maybe, yeah, okay. Ended up, uh, I ended up because I just had a feeling, so I, um, you know, went and got my plumber out and uh, just had him do it myself. And it took him. It took him a good, I don't know, hour just to find a clean out. And it's not like this house was, wow. you know, somewhere out in the sticks where it's super old and who knows where it is. It was a it was a residential home built in a residential neighborhood just back in the 1960s, you know. Well, he finally found one that he could use that wasn't so clogged that he couldn't even get through it. Um, once And once he took that, uh, that plumbing scope, basically, and stuck it down into the sewer line, and started inspecting the line out to the street we found a break about every two feet in that line there was a there was a break and there was massive root intrusion about every two feet in that line that line was 66 feet long and about every two wow. feet there was almost 33 uh breaks in that line um looking at a twelve thousand dollar fix like right out the gate is what we were quoted right then and there to to get that stuff all rooted out to get it clean and then to get the inside of that pipe lined as well so that we wouldn't have problems in the future well um <clears throat> The important thing to think about for potential buyers in the future is the other thing about that and why this is so important is that if they were to find a break under the street, underneath the street where it becomes city property, you're still responsible for it in that neighborhood. You're still, he was still would have been responsible for it up until it reached uh, the city sewer line. Sure. Right? Had it gotten under the street and he had to cut into the street, now he's talking about getting permits and getting all this other stuff 
take that twenty or take that twelve thousand dollars and add an extra twenty or thirty thousand dollars just because of that because now you have to cut into the street get crews out blah 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 so um, <clears throat> you know we found out that that was going on uh, you know we sent a request over to the seller to pay for most of it I mean to, in all fairness it was that it was a seller's house for a really long time and neglect is what caused that you know what I mean so we asked them to pay for about nine thousand dollars of it um, turns out the the listing agent was the ne the nephew of the um, of the seller who was this you know elderly lady that lived there forever blah 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 so he calls me back all pissed off and says you know we got a we got a plumber out there that um, that said he'd do the work for 500 bucks and I said no he's gonna do the exact same thing for 500 bucks yeah he's gonna do all of it your plumbers out there he's overcharging and you guys are trying to take advantage of this nice old lady and blah 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 and all this stuff I was like okay first of all there's no way that somebody is gonna reline an entire 66 foot long like sewer line for for 500 bucks so I'm like okay send me the report and send me the write-up show me what he's gonna do right okay no problem so he sends it out and basically what that write-up said is that they were just gonna uh, just gonna root the line out basically just gonna cut all this stuff not fix it just cut all the roots out of it right how is that helpful when you do that that doesn't fix anything yeah it just cuts the current problem out but if you don't fix it the right way roots come back twice as fast and come back twice as thick right so he's trying to hook up his cousin's plumbing business is what it is yeah no shit right <laughs> so he came you know and I, I called him and I said well actually at this point we were emailing back and forth I wanted everything in paper on paper because you know, in writing because I saw the writing on the wall with this and I was like, look, man, your plumber's not doing the work that needs you, to be done. That needs to be done. You told me that he was going to put lining in the pipe. It took you days and days to send me the work order that he wrote up and uh, and you, you swore up and down. It was the exact same thing. Here's what's going on. You guys either, you know, pay for my client's closing costs so that he can afford to get this done himself or we're out. And uh, he didn't he didn't respond and he was hey when he basically you know took a couple more days and calling him texting him trying to get a hold of the guy finally issues a notice to perform which is the seller basically telling the buyer that they have two days to do something um, or they can cancel so I called my client was like hey man look they're not gonna play then they are not gonna spend any money they're not gonna credit anything blah 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 um, you know I was like in good and and good consciousness I can't tell or consciousness and good conscience I swear I know English and good conscience um, I can't advise you that this is a good idea to purchase this home anymore like given what's going on here and the shit storm you're about to walk into I cannot tell you that I will st would still advise you to purchase this home at this time and he was like all right hey that's all I needed to hear good to go so we pulled chocks canceled uh, canceled escrow um, they tried to fight to keep his earnest money deposit which was ridiculous um, we ended up getting it back I threatened you know legal action and we ended up getting it back it was it was just it was a shit show but um, that listing ended up going back on the market that was the fourth time it had gone back on the market um, oh, wow. Had been an escrow three That's other crazy. times prior to that, and the, the listing agent had just given me a few excuses as to why, and well, well, the seller or the buyers couldn't perform, and this and that, blah blah. blah. So now we had a plumbing inspection done. We had a video taken of the plumbing. Um, we had it sent over to the listing agent, and we canceled escrow for the fourth time. Now this agent has to disclose that information out to anybody else who purchases the home, right? That yeah. house sat on the market for two more months, two more months, and ended up selling for $30,000 less 
than what we were in escrow at. So oh, all we asked for was $9,000. My client was gonna pay for the rest. The other 3K, he was gonna eat, whatever it is, what it is. Um, them being stingy with that, you know, with that $9,000 ended up costing them an additional 21K because of that. So, um, and also I didn't get paid because we didn't close the deal and he never ended up buying a house. But you know what, that's, that's not what it's about at the end of the day. I'm, you know, I'm happy that I was, that my client didn't basically walk into a freaking landmine. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So that was the big thing. But like I said, and this is why I keep hammering on this, get a plumbing inspection done. It is it's such a shit show when things with plumbing go wrong. Right. At least in San Diego. Just watch what you're looking for. And then you had mentioned neglect. So what can a homeowner do in order to preserve their, their plumbing or make sure that it's not neglected for you know their own family or for the next getting into that home? So that would be a great question for a plumber. <laughs> but um, what I would say is that I would every, you know, once every year or every couple years or something like that, just get your plumbing looked at, you know, drop a, drop a snake down in there or have a, a plumber come and drop a snake down in there. Cost, well, here, like 175, 200 bucks, something like that. But that, just to, you know, just to take a look at the lines and make sure there's no major problems. Because if there's a small problem, it's easier to fix than when that thing just completely collapses. Now you have to spend way more money to get it, to get that problem solved. Yeah. And just like so many things in life, it's better to be proactive than reactive, right? Preventative what, maintenance. What are some other things that we should be looking out for instead of plumbing, with the exception of plumbing? Like electrical or? <clears throat> so sure. Um, and Jake, I know you can kind of speak on this too. Um, a lot of houses in San Diego, like I said, are kind of older. Um, but I will then, of course, we want to know we want to know how the wiring is, if things are properly grounded. Some of the older houses that I mean, there's houses in San Diego from the early 1900s that haven't been rewired since then, which is crazy to me. <laughs> and the fact that they haven't burned down blows my mind even more because of it. But what I will mention is, even for new builds, even for people that are buying brand new houses. Even though you think, hey, the house is brand new, it must not have any problems, right? No, still get a home inspection. Still get a home inspection because some builders are great, some builders really suck. Some people like cutting corners, some people like overcharging, some people will, on the other hand, on the other side of that coin, some people go out of their way to make sure that you know that that home is is built correctly and is done the right way and has you know, the proper wiring, the proper grounding, the proper plumbing, and the fixtures, and everything's all done the right way. But there's other folks that are out there that, you know, like to save money here and there by cutting corners. So even if you're getting a brand new build, even if you're getting a brand new house, even if you're just picking the dirt lot that it's on and you're gonna sit and watch it be built before you move in, still get it inspected. Still bring your own people out there, still have them look at it, still make sure that everything that's going on is being done correctly. It, let me add on to that, you know, with regards to like the new home build, if you have the opportunity to as, as, a, as a buyer, right, as a client, go to the home as much as you can and take a peek at it. Watch, watch it getting built. Let's say it's getting built, right, and you're watching it for, for a couple months, however long it takes. Go to the home and check it out. Look at it before the drywall's up. You know, and ask questions. Yeah, like if you see something that, you know, you're not the expert, right? Nor, right. nor mm -hmm. am I or Brian. We're not, we're, we're not 
developers, we're not builders, we're not contractors. Yeah. But our, our job is to be like, hey, that looks weird. You right. should get a professional and uh, professional and take a look at it. Yes. Well, according to the video that we shot today, we are pretty <laughs> knowledgeable. You are the professional, yeah, by the Matt, way. Yes. Call Matt. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Don't call Matt. <laughs> so you guys are going to love this video that's going to going to go live here soon. Oh, man. Just, just wait. I'm excited that, about That's it. all we need to say, right, about that video. So on that note, also, not just the home. Like, when you go to a neighborhood, you really fell in love with that home. You put an offer in. You're pushing forward. What a lot of buyers don't do is they don't go to the neighborhood, you know, in the middle of the evening um, and check out the surrounding environment. You know, check out the kid. You know, the kids that are roaming around on their on their surfboards or scooters. You know, they don't realize the dogs that are barking. You know, three or three houses down. Mm-hmm. Like, go out and check out the neighborhood. True. To make sure, like, you're also in love with that neighborhood, right? Traffic conditions. The last traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Last thing you want to do is get into a home and a week later you're like, oh, four o'clock. It's <laughs> four o'clock is really busy. And 7.30 in the morning, when the school, you know, is just now getting in session, you've got a million parents dropping off their kids, right? That could have a huge impact. So absolutely, do your thorough due diligence as much as you can, as often as you can, while you're in escrow, mm-hmm. and work out all those, you know, possible issues. Yeah. Understand them at least. Drive by the neighborhood, right. you know, during rush hour in the morning, during yep. rush hour in the afternoon. Drive by it in the middle of the day. Drive by it at night on a Friday night. You know, I know there's there's neighborhoods out there where, um, you know, the whole the whole block will get together and just party on Friday nights. Right. They just get together and barbecue and have a party, and everybody's having a great time, and that's great. But if you're not into that kind of thing, that's probably gonna bug you. You right. know, <laughs> or you may not want to go outside at night. There's also neighborhoods like that, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I've actually got a, a funny story. I think I told a few of you guys about it. Can I throw this out there? Yeah. You're, like, one of the best storytellers. <laughs> like, I'm really, I, when you said that, yes. I was like, yes! Here we go! Well, I, so, man, now you've lifted me up. It's yeah. really not that funny. Yeah. You but better show up, dude. <laughs> so, I was looking at a, a condo for a client. And um, it looked it looked amazing. Everything was updated and new, and uh, the pictures were bright and everything was clean. Like even the garage door was bright white, and uh, they made the whole complex look nice. Um, me and the client, we both saw the neighborhood was not the best neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? But the pictures looked amazing, so we thought, okay. Well, he didn't want to check it out, but I still did. Because I had, I had people that were interested in that neighborhood. And, and I was interested for myself because I don't have kids at the moment. And I have a, you know, I have a big dog and plenty of weapons. I can take care of myself. Yeah. Your own. yeah. So, uh, so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to check it out. So I go and I check it out. And, uh, oh, man, was this place bad. <laughs> well, first they had... I want to find out who their photographer was. <laughs> I mean, they had like... We've all seen those. Wow. They had like they, the best Photoshopper ever because the white garage doors were not white in person. They were like charcoal black. Nice. 
Wow, and, uh, really? Yeah. That's way off. And there was dents. Yeah, there was dents and holes in the garage. And, and literally, I walked into the complex and there was baby diapers on the ground. <laughs> and uh, there was like all sorts of trash on the ground. There was people screaming. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I went to check this out. Yeah. You know, and then I got, got into it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm still going to check out the, the inside of this place. And, and as soon as I walked in, I was like, wow. I mean, from stepping on the on the floor, like I, I felt like I was going to fall through. I, I thought I was going to fall through the, you know, the the flooring. This is like three stories up. And mm-hmm. all the flooring was super soft. And uh, there was, you know, rust on all the on all the doors and. Yeah, I was I was really surprised when right. I when I got there. They're they're a photographer. We need to look him up. His phone number. I am not interested <laughs> in getting anywhere into that mess. Right, but I mean, I just thought it was funny. He's the photographer at the very least was very very talented. Yeah. At least with uh, Photoshop. That's a very you nice know. thing to say about some uh, deception there <laughs> or deceptive marketing. It's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Jake. What's what's going on with you? What what's uh what's new? You, you seem uh, really really busy. You got you got a bunch of clients you're trying to work on. Uh, I'm trying to do my thing, right? You know, so just got off the phone with a uh, potential client, uh, hopefully coming up here. Um, a family that's uh, moving um, down from from Brian's neck of the woods, you know, the Ojai area, mm-hmm. uh, Ventura County. Yeah. So they're looking to uh, come down here to San Diego, relocate, you know, La Jolla. You know, somewhere in that neck of the woods. So okay. We're at the preliminary steps, so that's a good thing. And uh, right now, currently busy with uh, a listing that's in escrow, and my sellers are turning around and purchasing. So found them. We got into escrow on a home that's uh, off the market. So got them into a home, and so we're we're pushing forward with that. So very cool. They're excited in a great neighborhood, and just busy. Yeah. Busy doing, uh, you know, you get so busy in the, in the tasks that go along with, with selling real estate, right? You know, a lot of people are just unaware of it. Yeah. You know, if you've got a good real estate agent, like everybody on this team, right? Like we're going to bat. And you'll you'll never know. Like you'll it's never, like, it's it's like a it's like a duck. It's yes. like a duck swimming on the <laughs> yes. water, dude. They look all calm and the water's nice and serene yes. and they look like, like everything's fine. But underneath the water, their little legs are kicking as hard as they can, and they're pushing so. Yeah, you know, if if, if you really truly, if you have a good agent, uh, you'll never know that anything went wrong. Like shit could be hitting the fan completely with your deal, and that agent's keeping everything nice, cool, and together, and making sure it happens. Hey, man, that's quality right there. A hundred percent. And so, you know, I'm glad we're kind of we're kind of segueing into this, right? Because Brian and I, we've talked about this quite often where we'll have conversations offline and that's what's so great about being a part of a team and we all support each other, right? So when you get one of us, you really get four of us, five mm-hmm. of us yeah. now. You know, there's five of us that are part of this team. We all feed off each other and give input because we all have a little bit different, you know, input and different opinions on, on what might be the best course of action or plan of attack. That's what I like to use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because even through this, 
sell and purchase, I started working with them in January. And it's probably not going to be complete until end of May time frame, just how it's panning out because they're selling and purchasing, right? Sure. Um, but this whole time along, you really have to guide your clients in the best direction for their needs, right? But you've got to do it in a calm, collective manner. You can't come at them all just emotionally high strung, like, right. oh, you can't be like, hey, sorry guys, shit just hit the fan. Yeah. The world's coming to an end. The world's We're all gonna die. To an end. <laughs> this is about to back out or yeah. fall through or yada yada yada. Oh, you mean they, like the media with the coronavirus. Right. Oh my so, god. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, you, let's not go down shit. that rabbit hole. Yeah. So <laughs> You know, we've been working together this time, and, and I've told my clients, I said, look, we've hit a little bit of a snag, but don't worry. We got this. Everything will be fine. I got this. Yeah. I am working through some things, just to let you know, and I'm going to, you know, keep it simple, straight to the point, and, and, and give you bullet points. And I tell my clients, like, this is, this is what happened. Right. This is what I'm doing. This is the solution that I came up with or the team came up with. This is the plan of attack. What do you think? What do you think? And if like... Cool, we got this. And my clients have been like, Jake, you got it. You know, let us know when once we've come to an agreement, whatever it may be. Because in real estate, through through a purchase or a sell, there's multiple times where you're negotiating with the other side, the buyers and the sellers, whatever it is. And in this circumstance, I'm in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on both sides, right? I'm representing the sellers who are turning around and purchasing, and then also there's tenants in the home that they're looking to purchase. So that's a whole nother level of, of, of complexity that goes along with it because you not only have to understand the seller's needs and what they're looking for, you've also got the tenants that are involved because they've got a little bit of input too, right? Absolutely. When it comes to scheduling things or scheduling conflicts or when they can be out because of legalities between the homeowner and the tenant. And does that align with what your clients, as as who are the buyers, are looking for? And does that align with them selling their current home that's in escrow? And all these different things have to fall in line, like in, fall like dominoes. Yeah. Right? It, and it, it takes a cool head to be able to keep all that right. shit together, man. I had a <laughs> I had a freaking remember the one I had up in Vista that the right. seller or the I was representing the seller on that one. Um, so. Pretty typical of the market right now. This was well earlier last year, um, but it was still kind of kind of similar, you know. And with our with the way we market and the way we you know do what we do on our team, right? Uh, without getting too into detail, we kind of try to get you know get our clients everything that, that we absolutely possibly can, you know, in the quickest amount of time or whatever time meets their schedule. Well, this client happened to be on a tight time frame. This my seller happened to be on a tight time frame. He was like, "Hey, we got to get rid of this house." Like. It was, I think, uh, he had like capital gains coming up here soon, so he was trying to avoid having to pay a bunch of extra money in taxes. taxes. So he's like, we gotta get this sold by like August 1st. This is like <laughs> July 2nd or some shit. He tells me this, I was like, are you serious, dude? All right, 20 <laughs> well, days. Yeah, luckily the place was vacant, it was clean, it was pretty, you know, walked through, told him, hey, fix this, this, and this, and let's all fire it up, we'll get the thing going. So get it on the market, you know, we do what we do, and got a couple offers pretty quickly. And the one that we accepted, when you first meet somebody, the first contact you have with them is always the best when it comes to business. First 15 seconds. Yeah, well yeah, exactly. 
So <clears throat> the way this went is this agent that, you know, that I was working with at first was like really cool, super easy, sounded like she knew what she was doing. She'd been in real estate for a while. I looked her up as I look up every agent. Just throwing that out there. Other people working with me in the future. <laughs> I know you. I know who you are. Anyway, um, so I looked her up. I'm like, okay, she's she's been in the business for a million years, which is cool. She's only sold a couple houses in the last you know year, a few years, which is kind of sketchy. But also conversations on the phone with her, she seemed like she kind of was like, yeah, this is fine. So we get into escrow, and day one she calls me. Right, day one. We haven't even been in escrow for 24 hours yet. She calls me. And goes, Brian, I have to tell you. I was like, okay. She goes, my buyer is pissed. And I was like, hi. <laughs> what? For what? You, you can't how give you, me more than that. How here. could what? your buyer possibly? <laughs> we've been in escrow for all of 15 fucking seconds. How could your buyer be pissed right now? And about what? Right? And it turned out to be some stupid bullshit that they agreed to. Like on in the in the offer, I would think it was like how they were gonna send their earnest money deposit or whatever. And it was just, we, you know, they, they asked to wire the money to the escrow company. No big deal, it's pretty normal, it's fine. What she didn't know is that the escrow company, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't that she was gonna wire it, it was that she wanted to drop off a, like a cashier's check or something, right? And uh, that's what it was. So this house was all the way up in Vista. My escrow company is in El Cajon, right? 45 minutes to an hour away, something like that was in the contract that they asked for a cashier's check. And I was like, that's fine, no problem, whatever. Um, we're working with my escrow company. I don't care how it gets in, I care that it gets in, right? It doesn't make much of a difference. Right. So, my client is pissed. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, lady? You didn't, you didn't tell us that your escrow company's all the way in El Cajon and she works in Carlsbad and I can't believe that your clients or you would put the escrow company so far and you need to solve this. I was like, it's in writing. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking wrote it in the contract. What are you talking about? Well, you need to get a courier. I was like, no, I don't. This is your job, lady. Anyway, that was a, that was a precursor to what could have been the easiest escrow in the world, but turned out to be the biggest pain in my ass. I've ever freaking like, oh my God, man. It was just one thing after another, after another, after another. And this lady's calling me every 10 seconds. My clients are so mad right now. I'm like, are they, or are you just causing a whole shit storm? Like how mad are they really? You know what I mean? Wow. It just, it, a good agent will hold a terrible deal together and a bad agent will destroy a great deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So pick and choose who you work with, man. Interview agents. Talk to them. Figure out who they are and what they do. Don't go with your friend's cousin. You know, to add on that too, also, you know, we always, we've talked about this before about, you know, researching and understanding who you're working with, right? Um, not to sound creepy, but I also look into who my clients are. Sure. Right? Sounds you want creepy. to understand everybody. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Right. Everybody's got social media, right? But yeah. you want to understand who you're working with. Well, every I'm, I'm sure everybody stalks everybody yeah. on Facebook and the gram nowadays. You know like, what I mean? Look, I expect people who are looking to to go down this home buying yeah. journey or selling journey, I expect them to, to research me. Yeah. You should. 100%. Because if you don't, I'm going to be like, hey, red flag. Mm -hmm. what, what's, you know. So on the, on the flip side of the coin, right? If I can, if I have the opportunity, opportunity to... I'm gonna look at my clients also to understand 
what they're fit, you know, just understand who they are. So I can get the best picture that I possibly can to figure out what their needs and wants are. Absolutely. Bottom line. Yeah. I mean, just like everything, it, it boils down to doing your due diligence. Yes. And it's not, I mean, this is, this is more serious than dating. People do it. They stalk each other in dating. So why not do it in a, in a transaction it, 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 that you have hundreds of thousands of dollars at exactly. stake? Exactly. Yeah. If this is the largest financial decision that one person or a family is going to make, you've got to do it right. Mm-hmm. You cannot yeah. shortcut this. You can't, you know, half-ass it. You've got to be 100% full speed ahead from start to finish. Yeah. So good, good idea um, for potential buyers or potential sellers out there is, you know, on to Jake's uh, point is to, you know, interview agents before you go work with them. If you're just meeting somebody, you know, if you just click on a house on a website and you just meet them at the house and you're like, okay, I want to buy it. And they write a contract for you and then they're representing you through the purchase. First of all, how well do you know that person? Second, what's the chances that they're actually going to fight for you when they don't even know who you are and what you do? Right. And so what I always do with my clients is before I show a single house, I don't, I don't care. Don't care how bad they want to see it. Hey, we're going to meet up first. We're going to sit down for a coffee or for a beer or for just a glass of water and I'm gonna to get to know you and you're gonna to get to know me and we're gonna figure out if we're a good fit for each other. I'm gonna find out what you're looking for, what your needs are, and you know, we're gonna start building a relationship. You know, Not to sound like, like I said, not to sound like it's a weird thing or anything like that, but I mean, truly most of my clients end up becoming my buds afterwards. Like, sounds weird. It does sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weird meter tonight. <laughs> but. It, it is like, you know, most of my clients that we end up closing escrow with, we end up being friends afterwards, you know, yep. hang out and friggin', you know, have beers every once in a while, or I got to throw, uh, throw axes. Yeah, I got <laughs> one of my fast clients that um, he was actually, him and I were in the same regiment. His battalion replaced my battalion in Iraq when we were leaving in Ramadi in 2004, which was kind of, kind of crazy. We like remember similar firefights. We were talking one day. It was kind of cool, kind of cool, but um, yeah, him and I would go toss axes every once in a while and stuff like that. And whatever, man. You know, the the big idea is you want to know that um, first of all that you're gonna jive well with the person that you're working with. Um, if you're thinking about buying a house, I would recommend to Google some questions. You know, if you don't know what kind of questions to ask, especially for first timers, you know, first time home buyers or whatever, get on the internet, do what all of us do for everything ever. You have a little three inch by five inch device that you carry with you always that has every answer to every any question that you could possibly ask right there. It's called a cell phone. I don't know if you guys have one. I have one, it's great. Um, <laughs> but no, it's not, it's no. an Android. <laughs> like I said, it's great. <laughs> but, uh, you know, go get on Google. Google what kind of questions to ask agents when you're interviewing them. Um, you know, find out who they are. Find out what they do. Find out if they're a good fit for you, you know. You don't want just some, just some dude off the street or some chick off the street that, you know, may or may not be looking out for your best interests. How are you supposed to know? You never met them before. You just met them at the house, right? Yeah. Go talk to them first. Sit down with them and pick their brain first and let them pick your brain first. Find out if you think they actually give a shit about you or if they actually just give a shit about making money. That's huge. And I'm, and I'm realizing, too, you don't want to just select an agent. I'm finding out you want a team. I mean, we're all humans. 
things happen. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, we want to enjoy life. Sure. You know, you go on vacation. So if one of your clients needs something and, and you're on vacation, uh, you're on vacation. It's great to have an agent that exactly. that belongs yeah. to a team. You're out, and I can fill in for you, or Jake can fill in for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. That's a huge benefit not only to the team, but it's a huge benefit to the to the client as well. Absolutely. Whatever you want to call it, an, an A driver, you know, a wingman, backup, battle buddy. I got your battle six. Buddy. A battle buddy. Team. Yeah. Uh, not just team. You know, a team. Yeah. We truly are here to support each other. A couple things on that because I'm not going to name any any team specifically, but with regards to that, some teams they operate where you've got the head person who's got their name on all the on all the contract documents, but you don't ever get to see that person. They've got their assistant who's got their assistant who's got their other person who's got their this and their that. There's, and there's a buyer's agent and, like, and there's a negotiating agent but and there's a closing agent. That is not how we operate here on this team at Tip and Spirit, right? We're truly here to support each other and to right. back each other up. Yeah. Um, Whatever agent you end up working with, that's who you're working with the whole time. Unless you don't like them, then we'll swap you out. Right, <laughs> right. No, 100%. But you're getting the agent and you're getting the whole team. Mm-hmm. I think everyone knows, like, you've you've introduced me, you know, to, to a few. And, and now, like, now I, I'm following them and I'm friends with them. And, yeah, they're not just know. my client, they're our clients. Right, right. right. Well, and it's, you know, I've been really picky with, uh, with you know, choosing who's going to be on the team, picking who I'm going to bring in and stuff like that. And, I mean, you guys have all seen the, uh, the process of actually becoming a team member. Like, there's, there's some huge hurdles or some huge boundaries that people have to break through as agents to actually be on the team, right? Number one, a lot of whiskey or, involved. A lot of whiskey, yeah, a lot of drinking, <laughs> a lot of fire, you know, a lot of a lot of blowing stuff up, a lot, a lot of, of yelling. Yeah, a lot of yelling. You know, <laughs> high intensity shit. Hey, it's gotta make sure you know what you're doing. You can operate under pressure. You know, you know, but uh, truly, you know, our team, our team members are either you know veterans themselves or or military affiliates, family members, stuff like that. Um, for the most part, that's that's who we have with us because who better to serve our military and veteran clients than those that have been there and done that, right? The other thing is, I mean, I don't, I don't shirk on the on the interview process. It's not a, hey, you know, one and done. Like, let's sit and talk for five minutes, and then yeah, come on, come on, come on board. I'm gonna, you know, send you some business, and you're gonna make me money, and I'm gonna make you money. We're gonna be one happy family. It's we interview, and then we talk, and then we interview again, and then we talk, and then I meet with the team, and then we talk, and then. You know, um, we meet with the, you know, with the prospective team member again, and then we all kind of, you know, Lexi, our newest team member, we met at a brewery at Hess, as a matter of fact, and you guys grilled the shit out of her, man. <laughs> like, it was a machine gun drill of questions, but she did great. And, you know, afterwards, we all got a good a good vibe and a good sense of, like, you know, her, her she's got her head screwed on straight and her heart's in the right place. So that's when we offered her the position on the team, and she happily took it, which was great. So, I mean, it, it's... Like I said, to me, I'm the reason that I'm doing this, that I'm building this whole team. It's not just because you know I want to have a, a big veteran team or veteran real estate or real estate team or whatever the case may be. Like I need to make sure that the people that are here are have their heads in the right place, or have their heads screwed on straight, their hearts are in the right place, and that you know they're really out there to take care of folks and not just to you know make money and 
freaking live glitz and glam life of what you could as a real estate agent. You know, you can sell 100 houses a year and make millions of dollars and freaking, you know, go ride your fucking yacht to Ibiza once a month or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's not the point of this. And, and I'm, I think, I'm thankful that, you know, you guys are here and that, you know, you guys are, are the people that you are and that you guys have agreed, you know, to be a part of this thing with me. And, and I'm looking forward to building it in the future with you. I didn't agree. Yeah. Kind of forced yeah, me into it. <laughs> yeah, Matt, got, Matt. He was voluntold. Matt's the <laughs> He slipped through the cracks. <laughs> Am I going to get a lunch today? You are not. <laughs> Call OSHA. I don't care. <laughs> Too funny. And, and Matt's going to be the richest one out, out of all of us, inviting on inviting us on his yacht. Yeah, no yep. shit, right? Because of my viral videos. Yeah, because oh, yeah. We, we need to make an Instagram just for home improvements with Matt. Home improvement <laughs> tips with Matt. Well, hey, yeah. follow us on a Tip of the Spear Real Estate Team uh, Instagram page. We're on Facebook. You know, give, give us a follow. Give us a like. And uh, stay tuned because we're going to be coming up with some funny shit this year. Yeah. I'm really excited <laughs> about. Yeah, so uh, let's let's have you guys shout out your, uh, your Instagram and any other pages you want uh, our listeners to follow. Start with you, Jake. Yeah, so definitely uh, mine, Instagram, IG, it's uh, your SD Military Realtor, uh, Facebook, uh, Jake Smoke Realtor, Jake Smoke. You can find me, I'm everywhere, social media, did I miss one? YouTube channel coming live soon. I think we have a team channel. We'll go. We'll go yeah. down that rabbit hole too. In the process. Yeah, we. Yeah, works. we've we've just uh, we've just started it, and here soon it's going to be populated with a bunch of video and stuff like that. Yep. Love so, it, Matt. Didn't we? Uh, did you make us a uh, a LinkedIn or something? Not LinkedIn. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. We got a Twitter page. <laughs> Twitter. I don't know what it is. I've yeah. never been on it. Yep, never been on it. Never seen it. We got one. You, I mean, you can follow it or however you Twitter works it, if you want, know. but good luck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to get much from it. <laughs> Jake's threatening I'm, me I'm, with a knife, by the I'm, way, right now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to put this out there, but TikTok. Are you doing it? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, we're, you know, we're going to do some. Both of my daughters do it too. Right? <laughs> Are we going to do some Tip of the Spear karaoke on TikTok? We're going to do something. It oh, sounds yeah. like you guys yeah. are going to do some Tip of the Spear karaoke <laughs> on TikTok. And I'll film it. Uh, yeah. All right. So um, it's actually funny now that we're we're talking about it. So you're at your SD military realtor. Yes. I'm SD military realtor. Man. And, and Brian, you're... The the SD military the official the, the OG take out the official <laughs> the he official. is official but it's not like in the title just so, so just 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 type oh, in how do you get that? the SD you be important I think I'm important I think you have to have like ten thousand followers my, my mom thinks I'm important okay you guys that's all <laughs> okay. that matters all right, so okay. we're, we're gonna we're gonna put Bullshit. this we're gonna put this down this is gonna be recorded <laughs> and uh, documented Brian. The challenge for you is to get that official check mark. Oh God, verified. Yep. Fuck it, verified. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know how it works. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Ten thousand yeah. followers. I'm, I'm thinking. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. What am I like? Six hundred? Oh my God. We're like <laughs> seven. Five hundred? Are we? Like nice. seven. This like there's Easy five day. of us in here plus two more. Okay, so between the between the five of us, we're at like seven fucking people. You you, you might you might have to take off some clothes to to get to that level. Show, skin. Yeah. show yeah. that show that beer gut that I've been working yeah. so hard on all these years. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, whoa. Hey. Go ahead. Shots fired. Oh, fitness <laughs> fitness tips with Matt. 
That's a new. That's gonna be a I'm new IG. Holy <laughs> fuck, dude! We're gonna have gentlemen, some fun. Gentlemen, it's been fun, and uh, can't wait for the next one. Fucking a. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Tell us what you like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.